Well, we're going to start today with uh, the words of Jesus in the 10th chapter of the Gospel of John, where he talks about himself as the Good Shepherd. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Today is the third of four different Confirmation Sundays for this class. We have had to uh, split them up so there'd be room for everybody and their family, and we had to do some creative things. But we're looking forward to, to celebrating today the confirmation of Bryce and Evan and Garrett, who will come before the church to do something that most people don't want to do these days. And that is to pledge their lives to Christ and to become a part of Christ's church. There was just a, recently a survey was released that says less than half of the people in America belong to a church of any kind. Less than half. So why would, would Bryce and Evan and Garrett want to be a, a part of something that the majority of people don't want to be a part of? Why would they want to, to follow Jesus? Well, it's because they know what others don't. That he lives. And because he lives, they can live too. This month, uh, we're looking at uh, that great Gaither tune, Because He Lives, which ends with these words, and life is worth the living just because he lives. Bryce, Evan, and Garrett all of us really want a life worth living and that's possible because Jesus lives the living Christ can give us that full life that John 10:10 10, 10 talks about abundant life is another translation of that i have come that they may have life and have it abundantly jesus promises his church abundant life and because he lives, he can deliver. In preparation for their confirmation, our confirmation students wrote a statement about their faith. And today I'm going to share uh, bits of what they wrote with you so you can hear what Jesus has been doing in their life. And as we reflect with them on, on the life of faith, Remember that it's the risen Jesus who makes it all possible. Evan begins his statement this way. When I was little, church was just a place with cool stories and free mini donuts. 
But as I grew older, I started to understand the going, what going to church is all about. I started to actually listen to the stories and learn about Jesus and all the amazing things he did. I understood how Jesus died for me and helped me through my times of need. I interacted with the church doing more things like summer sizzler and winter chill, our youth camps, and, and I had a good time. The church became a bigger part of my life. It became very important to me and became less of just a place for mini donuts. I suppose when you're five or six, the definition of abundant life may be mini donuts. But as Evan discovered, there's more good times in Christ and in Christ's church than, than just donuts. In fact, uh, Many people don't want to be a part of the church because they think being part of the church is no fun. It's just boring. Nothing ever happens. But let me tell you that some of the, the greatest times of my life have happened because I was a Christian and I was a part of Christ's church. I was made aware of that many years ago when I was on a mission trip to Jamaica. There had been a hurricane and a bunch of Christians from Minnesota got together and we, we went over to to help out in the hurricane response. And when it was all over, we were flying back, and there was a, a, a couple in front of us, and they were talking about, uh, about their vacation that they'd taken to Jamaica, we conversing back and forth. And they said, yeah, we had a good time. We never left the hotel. We just sat by the pool all week. And then I thought of, of all that I had experienced, working side by side with the, the Jamaican Christians, being able to worship with them in worship services that went hours and hours, such great joy. There were people of varying gifts along this trip. There was a photographer, and he took family photos of all the people there. And for many of them, that was the first time that they'd ever had a photo of their children. There were women there that wanted to, to start their own businesses and they wanted to learn how to quilt, that it wasn't uh, something that, uh, that people were doing there. And so the quilters taught them how to quilt so they can start their own business. We visited in the hospital. We led youth rallies on the beach. We got to experience the beach all to ourselves, unlike those crowded tourist spots where everybody's packed in. We had the best food imaginable. It wasn't something served up at a, a fancy restaurant. It was homemade there in the church kitchen. And every day it was some new experience. One day it was lobster that one of the guys had, had uh, speared. It was amazing. And we made so many good friends. And I, in conversing with this this couple, I thought, you know, I may have slept on a church floor, but I think I had the better time. There is so much joy and life in being a Christian and being a part of the things that, that we do together because we follow the risen Jesus. But Evan also points out that the many good times that, that we have um, are also times for us to grow, to grow into what God has called us to be. 
So it's not just about the fun and the good times and the donuts. He says, the people at church also help me become more of who I am today. And for that, I thank them. Becoming more of who God calls us to be is one of the, the great joys of, of being a Christian and a part of Christ's church. Abundant life with the risen Jesus is a life of growth. We get to grow into who we were made to be. And that doesn't end with confirmation, thank God. There's only two things I can remember about my confirmation class. I remember drawing a picture of the perfect church, and I remember tying another kid's shoelaces to the table while he wasn't watching. <laughs> I don't even remember my confirmation Sunday because I skipped it. Thank God that the risen Jesus kept working on me, kept me connected to the church and those people in the church and my family, and helped me to grow into the person that I am today. We get that kind of growth when we're a follower of the risen Jesus. And it makes life worth living. As the song says, and life is worth the living just because he lives. We have joy, we have fun, we have growth. We have a life worth living because he lives. Garrett understands all of this too. He writes about how he's grown by applying God's word to his life. He says, I felt closest to God when I started confirmation and when I started helping others in the church more often. I feel different now than I used to because I haven't just been following God, I've been applying his word to and in my life. A particular Bible verse that's meaningful to me is John 3:16, because God is willing to do anything for me. What a difference it makes when you know that God is willing to do anything, even to send his only begotten son. As John 3:16 says, for God so loved the world. What a difference it makes to know that we can turn to God's word for guidance that we don't have to figure everything out on our own. I mean, life is hard enough. We need some guidance and help from time to time. And God has provided it in his word. Psalm 119 talks about God's word. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. God's word is there for us. We have that guidance and encouragement. Emma was uh, 14 years old, and as often happens with, uh, with young women her age, uh, there were some mean girls in her life who made her life miserable on social media. They would bully her, they would uh, tell lies about her, just make it, make it tough. And, and one in particular, Ava, was the worst. And, and Emma, she just, uh, well, she really didn't like Ava. And then one day, Emma got a gift that changed her life. 
it was a picture of Ava, in a, a very compromising picture of Ava, a, a picture that if it was shared with others on social media would cause Ava great embarrassment and even more than that might have repercussions that would really damage her life. And Emma now had the power to destroy Ava. All she needed to do was to post that picture on social media and she could get back at Ava for all the the mean things that she'd said. But there's only one problem. And the problem was that, that like Garrett, Emma was a follower of Jesus. And she had been trying to apply God's word for her life and it just so happens that that week the word that, that she had read from Jesus was Matthew chapter 5, where it says, You have heard it said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Now she had a choice. Post the picture or listen to Christ's word. And I said that that picture changed Emma's life because she chose to delete it. And she doesn't regret it. And in that act, she found life worth living again. She found that she was no longer controlled by the mean things that Ava said or anyone else. Because she had found strength and life in the risen Jesus, whose word she was following. Life was worth living again for Emma. Ava no longer controlled her because she followed the risen Lord. And I believe it's that kind of power that that Garrett's referring to in, in his confirmation statement that concludes this way. I believe my future is fuller due to God being in my life and me choosing to follow him. I believe my future is fuller due to God being in my life and me choosing to follow him Faith is more than attending church. It is a forever commitment to God. I am a follower of God. Abundant life with the risen Jesus gives us a fuller life. Abundant life, as as John 10.10 says. And that full life, that abundant life, doesn't even end with this life. It's eternal because Jesus lives. What what a sad joke it would be if life ended and the abundant life we had in Jesus was just all over in a snap and there was nothing more. As we heard last week in, in 1 Corinthians 15, if it's for this life only that we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed been risen, the first fruits of all who arise from the dead. We have not only abundant life, but we have, the prom- we have the promise of eternal life. And Bryce tells us what a difference this makes in his statement. He says, in the last year, God called home my aunt, and it was the saddest day of my life. Without my faith that Jesus was taking care of her, I honestly do not know 
how I would have made it that week or the following months. Have you been there? Lost somebody so special to you? How did you make it through? You made it through because you knew that Jesus had not abandoned them and Jesus had not abandoned you. You knew that because he lives, the risen Jesus was there for your loved one and for you. Because he lives, life is worth the living. A life worth living is there because because in Christ we have such fun and joy. From camps like Sizzler to, to mission trips, to worship and fellowship, to friends old and new, and even to, to mini donuts. We have a good time. There is joy in being a Christian, a joy that, well, you can have fun just about anywhere. There is something about the joy of being a Christian that makes it beyond compare. We have a life worth living. And we have a life worth living because because we have a life of growth. We're not stuck the way we are. God is shaping us into who we were made to be. And that's such a, such a joy. And we have a life worth living because, because we have God's word to turn to with guidance and, and encouragement. I mean, how many times have you been reading God's word and you came across a verse that was just what you needed at that time to make a decision or, or just what you needed to encourage you when you were so down. God's word was there. It made your life worth living. And we have a life worth living because we know that this life is not the end. That there is life beyond this for those that we love, and for us too. There is eternal life because Christ lives. And I guess some, some people don't want that life. Or maybe they just don't know. But Bryce and Evan and Garrett, they know. And perhaps you do too. You know and have chosen to follow Christ in this life that he calls you to. You've chosen to be a follower of Christ and to join his people. Bryce ends his faith statement this way. He says, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who is the creator of all things. We can practice his faith by treating everyone with love and compassion. And I think he speaks for all of us all of us who've chosen this abundant life in Christ, we believe that Jesus is the Son of God who has has called us by name as the Good Shepherd, called us to follow in his footsteps in this amazing adventure of love and compassion, and not only because he gave his life for us, but because he lives. This life, this Christian life, is worth living just because he lives. Let's pray.
Lord, today we pray for, for Bryce and Evan and Garrett as they come to profess their faith. We pray that you be with them every step of the way, not just today, but, but throughout all of their life. May they find that it is truly worth living because you live. And Lord, we pray for people who are, who are unsure of that, or people who don't know, people who have been confused or, or misinformed, people who don't know that life worth living. Maybe it's even us sometimes. So Lord, we believe and help our unbelief. Help us to follow you, to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, and to walk into that abundant life, that full life that you promise us, each and every one. In your name we pray. Amen.